Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I'm Matt McJunkins. Alongside me is the man, Matt Wilcox. Matt, how you doing today? I'm good, Junk. How are you? I'm great. I'm fired up. Are you fired up? Oh, my gosh. Is it game week? It's game week. Week <laughs> zero, baby. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's already here. I know. Episode 11 yep. of season two. It is officially high school football game week. I'm, ex- I'm man. I, I can't wait. There's so many good games this week. There are. It's kind of like it's kind of getting to be kind of like college football has done. Yeah. To where, you know, used to it was always good teams play your cupcakes, <laughs> uh, and now some of the good teams are playing other good teams. That's right. You know, it, well, it, why not? I, you can get it in college because it could really, if you if you suffer a big blow, right, it could it, keep you out in the end. But in high school, you're going to playoffs if you're the best in your conference. That's right. That's right. We do want to say a quick apology to all the 2A fans out there. Oh, man. We we had uh, gotten a little bit behind schedule and uh, were unable to do our 2A preview, so apologize to all the – Hey, I got sick. (laughs) I got an ear infection, and let me tell you, it hurt. I I couldn't do anything. You were at home in the fetal position. I was. I was curled up. (laughs) I I was awake from – like, I had no sense of time, concept of time whatsoever. I mean, I'd wake up at, like – Two o'clock in the morning. I'd watch a couple movies, and then I might sleep at like from like six to ten, and then I'd get up. And, but as far as like reality in the world, I had no idea what was going on because I was hurting. Yes, you were. But hey, we made it through it. We're back. It's game week. We had some good scrimmages last week. We got some scrimmages going on this week for those that uh, have a bye this week. But uh, we're getting it kicked off this week, and we're going to go through our top ten in each classification. And then just like uh, last year, we've got a little pick 'em contest between me and the old junkster. Oh, I got to get you this year. <laughs> I lost in both football and basketball. You did. I wasn't going to bring that up. but What was shocking, though, <laughs> of course you weren't. <laughs> what was shocking, though, was how close. It was very, came down yeah. to the last week. It was like one or two. That's right. I want to say you end up with two. Uh, you had to, I think you had to get all three of the last games right, yeah. but I don't. I think I yeah. ended up winning by two. But but also the scores. Yeah, like we we picked the 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 the, the difference spread. in the, the spread. Yeah, yeah. and uh, how close that was. Very close. It was crazy. Yeah. All right, so let's get started. Let's we're gonna start with our top ten in two A, and I'll just go through my top ten, and uh, you can interject. Yeah, and let me say, I am very upset that we did not get to do the two A because that's you know that's my that's where I grew up. That's your baby. That's my baby. I love these two A schools, so it definitely wasn't on purpose. Sure. All right, so number one in two A, I've got the Fordyce Redbugs. You know, they're two-time defending state champs. They got a lot coming back this year, and until somebody knocks them off, that's their crown. They'll hold it until somebody beats them. Number two, I got Desark. Um, They got a bunch returning from a really good uh, state championship run last year, come up a little bit short, but uh, Desark's got 15 returning starters. Four of the five are on the online. Uh, They got their slot back and their fullback back, but they do have a new quarterback, so that's a little bit of a question mark there. Number three, I've got Clarendon. How about this two A team junk? Clarendon's got two Razorback commits. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let me tell you something else I saw today. You remember Mr. Bohannon? I do. Quarterback from Clarendon. 
that we missed out on. I thought he was from Earl. He might, I think he is yeah. from Earl. No, the one last year was from Clarendon. Or maybe he's there this year. I don't What's know. the who's? Oh yeah, he's is it, is it Mac, McAnally or? Don't give me the line. No, but yeah, he is there because uh, the coach that moved in brought his son, yeah, who's Co- the, Courtney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's McAdoo. 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 That's yeah. who it is. Yeah. Sorry, we should have known that. It's all good. I, that's the one I was getting confused. Okay. So so Bohannon though the one from Earl, mm-hmm. it was named uh, is named the starter at uh, Baylor. Baylor. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so you got uh, Quincy McAdoo and and, uh, Dax Courtney. So Courtney's father is going to be the head coach there at Clarendon this year. So they'll be hard to handle. Let me tell you, we talked to Dax last year uh, in an interview that I mistakenly didn't record. (laughs) It's happened twice. Right. You know, uh, but he was an impressive guy. Oh, he's going to be, you know, he's a Razorback. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch them together this year. Absolutely. Number four, I've got Magnet Cove. They've got 18 returning starters coming back this year on a on a program that traditionally is just a powerhouse and so they've got depth on the O and D lines this year so look for Magna Cove to make a deep run in the playoffs. Number five, the old Junction City, what is it? The Dragons the Dragons. The Dragons. So, you know, the tradition down there in Junction City is just insane. They're good year in and year out. Uh they'll be good this year. They've got an excellent offensive and defensive backfield. They're just loaded there. Number six, is it how do you pronounce it? Dirks or Der- uh, Derek's? Man, it depends on where you're from. <laughs> I mean, you you're always ridiculing me because of the way yeah. I say Prescott. But I grew up I grew up calling it Derek's. And people down there, a lot of people call it Derek's. Well, my mom at one point went to work for the co-op and she and Derek's one of Dirks, whatever you want to call it, it's one of the schools there, right? And she says they call it Dirk's. Okay. So, man, beats me. It's a lot easier to say. Yeah. Dirks. It is. <laughs> So, anyway, I've got them at six. They return all-conference quarterback and all-state running back. They'll be good again this year. Number seven, the Bigelow Panthers. So, Bigelow's returning a three-year starter at quarterback. Kid's a really good playmaker. They've got an all-conference running back as well. Um, That kid, Hunter Alexander, Cooper used to play a little baseball with him, and he's just a heck of an athlete, really strong kid. And they've got four of their five O-line coming back. So, they'll they'll be hard to handle this year as well. Number eight, McCrory. They got 17 returning starters and a senior heavy team, so look for them to make a deep run this year. Number nine, Mount Ida, with 12 seniors returning. And uh, I'm sorry, 12 seniors and 20 returning starters for Mount Ida. So a lot of experience coming back for them. And number 10, this might be a little bit of a surprise to some people, but um, with this kind of quarterback play at 2A football, I think they'll be able to compete with just about anybody, and that's the equipment Bulldogs. I like it. I like it, and I think you'll be surprised – how similar we are in this, except at the top. Oh, yeah. Number one, I'm going with Desark. Really? I am. You know, Fordyce last year was a special team, right? They, they were. I mean, they, the past couple of years, they've, they've, they've been a 4-5-8 a team in a 2A <laughs> conference. That's right. Uh, and, 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 you know, we didn't really see Desark as that caliber of a team until late in the season. It was like they just kept on winning. And so it was like, okay, so they are that good. And so they started earning respect. So they get they, they make it all the way to the finals. And the and, and they, they, they give Fordyce all they the ball, man. They Fordyce did. beats them by three. By three. Yes, this right. team's coming back with a lot of great players. Yeah. And they run the flex ball. They do. <laughs> and, I, and I think oh uh B it would B J Pascal, yep. their coach, yep. Pascal. 
I think he's a good coach. He's a very good coach. So I, I'm going to go with Desart number one, and number two probably really surprise you. I'm going with Bigelow. The really? Yeah. And, and the reason I, I went that way is because th- they had so many underclassmen last year. Right. And so they, and you look at their record, and, and, of course, we kept up with them all year last year mm-hmm. and, and were just constantly impressed. And they didn't lose until they played Desart, and Desart beat them by – Two scores? Sure. So, I, 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 with that much power coming back, I, I really think they have an opportunity to to really impress some folks. So, I'm like going it. with Desert number two. Number three, I got Junction, Junction jumping Fordyce this year. I like uh, that, that conference is tough, man. It is. And you got both those in there together. Uh, but I think Junction's got more uh, coming back. Mm-hmm. Fordyce lost a lot. I did. You know, they went on that run, and then a lot of those kids graduated. Sure. I got Fordyce at four. So obviously they're still four dice. They're still going to be. They're still going to play red book yeah. football. I mean, those sophomores. You think about they. They don't know anything but state championships. They know how to win. Yeah, and tradition does a lot, especially in smaller conferences. That's right. Uh, number five, I am going with Clarendon. I agree with you there. I think that, uh, man, how could you? How could you? In small town football, how could you not be really good with that? That much uh, power there. It's just it's hard. It's hard to wrap your your head around that. In a classification like that, you've got two kids that are going to play for the University of Arkansas. Yeah, I mean it's. It's impressive. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number six, I've got Derek's. Number seven, McCrory. Uh, they're a team that uh, has a lot of tradition in winning state championships. Uh, they've been a little down. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see them rise back up this year. Uh, I agree with you. Magnet Cove is going to be one to reckon with. I got them at number eight. They didn't have a great year last year, but uh, they've got a lot coming back. Uh, number nine, I, I've got equipment in my top ten. I, I put like them it. at number nine. You know, they're going to be over there with Bigelow. Yeah. Uh, if they can, if they can compete with Bigelow, they got a chance to win that conference. So I, I think that they've got a lot of the tools that, that, to to be successful. And you know, Quitman, uh, for those of y'all that don't know a whole lot about them, they're a, they're a growing little community. They are. They're, you know, they're just outside the the limits of Greenbrier, but uh, you know, they're getting they're getting a lot of kids moving in that area. They they just turfed their field, brand new facilities. Yeah. Like they're they're on the rise. Let me tell you, they got a sophomore lineman named Cash Hayes that I had the. <laughs> I was blessed to coach for four years of right. peewee football, and I'm sick that he's not a Panther. Me too. Because he's a six eight sophomore, Good and time. he's not just big. The kid knows that I play football. Sure. And then number ten, I got I got the Gators down there in Foreman. Really? You know they uh they they're just they just, even when they don't have the best of seasons, they always find themselves in the quarterfinals. Right. So if you know, and they've always had a great a great uh, program there. Sure, but they've got a good coach, Coach Ivory does a good job, and they're always going to have athletes. So I think that's the only that's the only team I didn't have in my top ten were the the Gators, but pretty similar, just different order. I think we had most of the same teams. You want to start us with three A? Sure. So I, I'm kind of taking your your mindset on uh, on two A for three A, Harding Academy. They lost a lot. You know, they lost the Duggar kid. They lost Caden Sipe. Yeah. But you know what? They're still the reigning champions. You're exactly so right. So they've won two. I, I, you know, I, I think that uh, they're going to have to have some kids step up to to stay there. Mm-hmm. But uh, they just produced there. Sure, they produce they produce f- football players. That's right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put them at one number two. I'm gonna put the the Curly Wolves. I think Coach Glass down there has got them got a heck of a team. I think he knows this team as good as any coach in the state. And uh, you know. It's no secret that they were awfully good last year. Yeah. Uh, number three, which could could be uh, disputed for number two or number one's McGee. You know they they had a great season last year. They beat beat that Prescott team. Yeah. And uh, they're they're going to be back. And and McGee's always good. Oh yeah. Number four, 
Uh, Boonville. I picked Boonville uh, because they have always been successful, but also they had a good year last year, but I think it's it was kind of a, a lead into what this year's going. We're right. going to see they're running that flex bone now. That's right. Uh, I think we're I think they're they're going to be a make a great show. And Hoxie, I know Hoxie lost those 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 brothers that were uh, so dynamic, but when they didn't have them, and they played McGee, they still were right there. Man, with them. they they had every chance to beat them. Yeah. So I think Hoxie's going to come back with a great team. Uh, I, th- I expect them to continue to compete at a high level. Uh, number six, I've got Osceola. Uh, seven Newport, they'll have a chance to to take Harding Academy this year to win that conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they'd like to because Harding Academy has kind of been the ruled the roost there for some time. Right. Uh, number eight Charleston could really impress a lot of people. Uh, number nine, I've, I've got the Knights at center point. I, you know, they had a really good year last year. They lost a couple of games I felt like they shouldn't have. Right. But they won some that you really didn't know they could they could play in. So I think with what they have coming back. Uh, they'll push. They'll push in that conference there with uh, with Prescott, and then number ten, uh, Paris. You know, Paris really just went through conference last year, dominated everyone but Boomer. <laughs> so uh, you know, it'll be between them and Boomer probably this year. Yeah, I agree. And there again, you know, most of our teams are very similar, a little bit different order. But um, I've got I've got Prescott at the top, and and simply for the fact that. I think that if Prescott gets a shot at Harding, it's just going to be really hard for Harding Academy to match the athleticism. And on my notes, I've got, you know, they're loaded with talent um, and just speed, speed, speed. It would be a great matchup because Harding Academy probably had the best defense in the state last year. Right. Now, that that being said, you're talking a lot of speed down there. <laughs> That's right. So I've got Prescott at one, Harding Academy at two. Harding Academy does return 14 starters off back-to-back state championship teams. So those sophomores um, that are coming back have won two back-to-back state championships. Yeah. They don't know anything else but to win. And Harding Academy's never had a problem finding a quarterback. That's true. That's true. And the kid that's taken over this year, uh, you know, in our, in our interview, you heard him talk about just what a great athlete yeah, he is. Yeah, the Smith kid. Yeah. So, Boonville at number three. And like you said, uh, Boonville's running the flex bone. They return an all-state quarterback and eight starters on defense. So, they'll be a formidable opponent this season. Number four, I've got Osceola. And, um, you know, I, doing a little bit of research on Osceola, I, I saw that they got three transfers from Gosnell this summer. Uh, all three of the kids are, are D1 type talent. So you get three kids like that moving to your program and you're already returning an all-state quarterback and 14 starters, you should be pretty good. So the Seminoles will be a good team this year. I got number five. I got Newport. They got 14 starters coming back off a nine-win team a year ago. They just got to overcome that Harding Academy. Um, I mean, when you're, in a, when you're in a conference with those guys, it's, it's hard to be conference champs. But they'll contend with them, I think. And then number six, I got Charleston. Um, number seven, McGee. I, I moved McGee down a little bit. Uh, I know you – didn't you have him at three? I got him at three. I moved him down just because they lost a lot. But, you know, one thing McGee does and does well is play defense. Sure. We saw that last oh, year. Oh, yeah. And so that will keep them in a lot of ball games. Number eight, I got Paris. Uh, they got a really good running back coming back, 13 starters coming back. And they've got a new head coach this year, which was the head coach at Russell High School. Yeah. So, be interesting to see how he turns that around. Number nine, I got center point as well. The Knights. Yep. So they're a senior heavy team, got good team speed, and they also return a lot of experience with 15 starters coming back. And then number 10, I was going to put Hoxie, but I'd put Rising 
just because it's rising. Yeah. And I know they're down, and I know they're battling some numbers. Well, we don't know they're down. <laughs> we just know they graduated like 19 kids. Sure. Yeah. Which in, in 3A football is like that, half your team. Sure. That's a bunch. Yeah. And I put, you know, in my notes, I put rising because it's rising. That's right. They're going to be good. Yeah. Just, it's just a matter of how good. Uh, let me say, center point, when I was in high school, did not have a football team. Really? No. They they were just they became a school when I was in high school. So where is Center Point? It's down there. It's right between uh Glenwood and Amity. Okay. And, uh, I mean a lot of basketball players. They were always good in basketball and they had a great track because yeah. it was a new school. They have a great gym, especially yeah. back in my day, you know, that was they were one of the first to have a, a big dome type gym, you know. Sure. And uh but man, they they decided to play football and they decided they'd be good at it. <laughs> I, I do want to say too, when my career in insurance and uh podcasting comes to an end <laughs> i always thought i'd be a good lobbyist but i hate politics yeah i think i could be a good high school football recruiter oh yeah 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 recruit recruit kids to the high school to play football yeah where did that come from well it just seems like everybody's moving to other schools now <laughs> and apparently you can do that yeah. so i'm gonna start recruiting i, I mean it. i think it would be a good profession I, I agree i like it the right school might pay you pretty good money i mean i hope Greenberg's listening <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, go strip. <laughs> All right, so that'll take us into 4A, one of our favorite classifications. And me and Junk were talking before the podcast started, and this classification, it was hard to come with, up with a top ten because there's so many good teams in this classification. So I'm going to start with the defending state champion, Shallow Christian Saints. That's no shocker there. Mm. Man, Man. They, were, they were dominant last year. And they returned 15 starters off that team. Man, they didn't lose much. No, they did. I mean, you got the returning quarterback. You got a returning – Caden Henley, I understand there's faster kids in the state. There's bigger kids in the state. But I don't know that there's a better football player in the state of sure. Arkansas. I really believe that. He was impressive last year. So, I got them at one. Uh, in a close second is the Stuttgart Ricebirds. And the reason I say that, I know I know Shiloh drummed them last year, and I know they handled them. But let me tell you something. That game just got away they, from Stuttgart. They just had a meltdown. They did. I mean, everything that went could have gone wrong in that game went wrong. And Well, and you had a bunch of 15-, 16-year-olds too. And they just lost composure. That's right. They did. And so they were turning 16 off of that team. That, that are just now juniors. That's right. And so they were dominant last year up until that Shiloh game. And so – I'm looking for them. They're going to have to learn to overcome adversity and, sure. and learn how to big win the big one. But uh, that'll be a fun team to watch. Number three, uh, the University of Joe T. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Just, well, they produce them, don't they? My goodness, man. <laughs> Their offensive line is – I'm going to say it would rival the size of the, the University of Arkansas. Yeah, line. So, those kids, when they walk out, you're just like, did we schedule a D2 team this yeah, week? Exactly. So, <laughs> loaded with talent, several D1 athletes. Um, just can they get it done and, and be up there with the likes of Stuttgart and Shiloh. Number four, Warren. Um, man, they just got a machine. Oh, they just got a machine down there. He does a great job. He got 16 returning starters. He said that in, in the first time in his career, he's at, at a better position with the quarterbacks than he's ever been. So he's yeah. got two really solid quarterbacks. Well, you know, he lost his, his loss as starter first game of the season. That's right. And then that other kid comes in and has a great season. And apparently that other, the, 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 the original starter is good enough that he got a spot back. That's right. So you do have <laughs> some studs there. Yeah. All right, number five, I got CrossFit. Um, this might surprise some people, but I think CrossFit is going to open some eyes this year. They got 15 returning starters coming back off of a team that was really devastated last year by COVID. Uh, they didn't get to play a whole lot of football last year, but they're super talented. 
got Cross it at five. Number six, Prairie Grove. They're they're kind of they fall in that same category as Newport and three A. Yes, they're just in the wrong, conference. In the wrong conference. But uh, good football up here at Prairie Grove. Number seven, Arkadelphia, the Badgers uh, returned fourteen starters off a really good team last year. Second year under Coach Shucker. Good coach. Good coach. Good guy. Good, good dude, and uh, got one of the best running backs in the state. He's so. a man child he is they do have an unproven quarterback but i've watched the kid play and he's got the capability he's just got to get it done on friday night number eight i got ozark at uh they're returning 13 starters three three-year starters on the offensive line come back oh hillbillies that's right number nine nashville because it's nashville yeah they're, they're gonna be good <laughs> yeah. their their problem that nashville sees now and have over the past few years and this was not the case in their in their earlier years of success but nashville does not play the caliber defense that they used to that right they've got to get that under control because they're going to score a lot of points that's right you see their games in the playoffs last year they were like track meets yes they won some of them but then Warren slips up and beats them. Yeah, that's right. And then rounding out my top ten, uh, the Jackrabbits of Lone Oak. They return 15 starters, lots of team speed. This sophomore quarterback they've got is going to be special. Um, Spencer Pepper, He's uh, he was the quarterback until he got hurt, but they'll use him in many different ways this year, and the kid can absolutely fly. So uh, look for the Jackrabbits to open some eyes this year. That one there was one I I, I kind of well, I really thought about a lot. Yeah. Uh, my my top ten number one, no doubt, Shallow Christian. I, I think that they're going to be real tough to beat. I will say that Prairie Grove gives them all they want when they play, and I believe Shallow goes to Prairie Grove this year. I, I, yeah, it was a close game last year right. at Shallow. Yeah. Uh, but man, I'm telling you, we've been there in person. <laughs> you don't want to play there <laughs> no, unless sure. unless you're just looking to for a good experience. <laughs> but uh, it's tough. It's yeah. they got a great uh, environment, but but they got a great football team, That's right. a great coach. Yeah. Uh, Stuttgart, I got them at number two. Also, I think you're going to see them at least the next two years mm-hmm. be at the top. You know, uh, number three, I got Joe T there. Uh, they're you know when they lose, it just surprises me. You know. Yeah. Uh, number four, I do have Coach Embry's Warren team. I think that with that being returning, they ended up being one of the best in the state last year. Uh, number five, I think Crossett's there. Uh, didn't get to see much from them last year. Uh, I think that was unfortunate because I think they had a great team, and yeah. I think they're going to be better this year. Number six, I have Prairie Grove. I'm telling you right what, if you take Shallow out of that conference, it's Prairie Grove. And, uh, you know, they could slip, slip up in the playoffs and really make, really some, make noise. some noise. That's right. Number seven, hey, me and you are the same. We both, I got Arkadelphia. I like old, uh, I like old Trey Shucker a lot. I think he's a great coach. I think he did a great job when he was at Cersei, mm-hmm. and he's down there with a lot of talent in Arkadelphia. Uh, I expect him to be real good this year. Number eight, here's a team that we've not seen in a while really be that great, but Malvern. Uh, Malvern, you know, they uh, – they're in it. They're in that conference with <laughs> with Joe T and Nashville and Arkadelphia. Yeah. So it's it's just a tough tough place to play. Sure, but uh, they've got they had a good team last year, pulled a couple of upsets, and they're coming back this year with a lot of talent. And let me tell you, that quarterback <laughs> at Malvern, I watched him a little bit this year in seven on seven, and I believe this is be, this will be his third year to start. Start, yeah, kid can play. He can. He can sling it. Number nine, I've got the Hillbillies there, Ozark. Uh, I think they're going to be alone in that conference uh, at the top. And then number 10, I do have the Scrappers. The Scrappers are somebody you never want to bet against. That's right. I'm telling you, I don't care if they're racing crickets <laughs> on the side of on the side street down a, down an alley somewhere. If Nashville's there, don't bet against them because yep. they'll embarrass you. That's right. 
I agree. All right, take us into 5A, my man. All right, so. My, yeah, yeah. my favorite classification. Well, sure, absolutely. It's where our Panthers play. Let me tell you, I, this one here, I didn't know going into the season how they, and I still don't really know, but I, I do have Pulaski Academy at number one. Uh, you know, they had a I had a scrimmage with Bryant last week. I think it was about a seven-point game. You know, nobody knows how it's going to be without Kelly being there, but I think they have the right person for sure. the job. I th- and I think that Anthony Lucas is a class act. I think he's a good football coach. And he's been doing what they've been doing. So yeah. it's not like he has to learn it. I'll tell you what I'm really interested to see um, in, in this year with PA is if if Coach Lucas – I mean, I know he's going to stick with the same system and the, and the same philosophy that, that Coach Kelly put in place. But in those situations to where games get a little bit tight mm-hmm. and it's fourth and 15 on your own 25, does he have – does he still have the have it in him to pull the trigger and say, we're going for it? I, I don't think he will as much. I heard – I don't know this. I just heard that maybe they didn't go for two in that scrimmage. Oh, really? I don't know. That's for, that, that is strictly hearsay. Okay. Uh, I do think he's going to go for it a lot on fourth down, right. and I think he's going to probably go for two a lot. <laughs> I mean, they just they figured out the odds, and and it, and the odds change a little bit too when you do it all the time. That's because right. you're better at it. That's right. So uh, it works for him. Sure. Uh, number two, I have uh, Little Rock Christian. Uh, after losing, what's the kid's name? I always forget his name. Uh, Pr- Platt. Yeah, 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 Corey Platt. Yeah. After losing him last year. Uh, they've got to have somebody step up to take that that leadership role and just really be the dominant player. Mm-hmm. But you just know it, Christian, they're going to have a great team. Yeah. Uh, number three, I've got Wynn. Uh, they're over there in the east, and, uh, you know, they're going to – it's basically them or Batesville. And uh, I think that they'll be a contender. Uh, number four, Magnolia. Let me tell you, the Panthers down there at Magnolia has got so much talent, so much speed, and they run that – they run that flex bone, and with a team like them, I didn't see their losses last year, but I have a feeling when they didn't score a lot and they lost games, they probably put the ball on the ground. Right. So if they can, if they can, if they can execute and do the, the fundamentals correctly, I, I think they're going to be real hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to outscore them. Sure. Uh, number five, I have the Panthers at Greenbrier. I think that we saw something special the other day when we watched them play against uh, Sylvan Hills. I think Sylvan's down, mm-hmm. but they are class up. They also had a defense last year that went 12 quarters late in the season without giving up – or 10 quarters without giving up a point. Right. Uh, and Greenbrier threw, ran, whatever they wanted to. Uh, I mean, scored 42 points in the first half. That's right. Uh, I think that Cooper Wilcox is an unbelievable quarterback. I think that he's been underrated, overlooked – and I think that's going to change, and I think he's got a lot of weapons around him. Uh, number six, Lakeside. Oh, uh, Jared McBride. Hey, they, they're good every year. They are. So, at some point, they've got to they've got to go to the next level. Sure. And I think this could be the year. They've got a lot coming back. Uh, they're going to be a good team. They're going to be hard to beat. Uh, and they're in that conference that if you win a couple of the right games, you can win it. That's right. Uh, Camden Fairview at seven, same conference. Uh, Camden Fairview is always good, um, but uh, you know they're they're going to have to beat Magnolia. They're going to be Lakeside. They're going to be Tashkenna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valonia, I've got them at number eight. Uh, they're bringing back a lot. They've got a lot of weapons. Number nine, I've got Harrison. Um, I think Harrison uh, is always going to be a good football team, but Harrison lost a tremendous amount of good football players, especially Cole Keelan. Yeah. 
So I, I don't think they're going to be the top of that conference, and I, and I think that they will compete, but I don't expect to see them as a top five team. Uh, number 10, I've got Batesville. I think Batesville, um, if they can, you know, get past win, they'll win the conference. If not, they're still going to be a contender in the playoffs. Sure. I like it. All right. I, up at the, my top, of course, I've got PA as well. Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Is it system or is it the coach or is it a combination of both? And we'll see that. They do have a special player in Joseph Hyman that uh, they use at running back. They split him out in the slot. He's just a dynamic player, and uh, he can he can change a game at, at any moment. Number two, the Magnolia Panthers. And I know that surprises a lot of people. Um Another publication in the state doesn't have them ranked near near this high, but uh, based on what I've seen last year, and, and junk junk hit on a good point talking about t- putting the ball on the ground. And from what I've seen with these teams that run the flex bone, the key to that that offense is not just having dynamic running backs, but you've got to have a facilitator. You've got to mm-hmm, have a quarterback sure. that can handle the football and make the reads and and do it efficiently and effectively. And that kid was a sophomore last year. Mm-hmm. He was a sophomore. With an All-State running back? Yes. And so, he's coming back. He's got two of the three running backs coming back that were just unbelievable. The Curry kid's a junior this year, too. He was a sophomore also. he's a junior. And so – is that what the one you were talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was thinking he was a running back. He's a quarterback then. Yeah. No, Curry's, no, he's a running back. Curry's a running back. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, they're, they're going to be hard to handle. The only thing with them is defensively, they're going to have to improve to be up there in the, in the talks for they the state are. championship. For sure, for sure. You're 100% correct. They're going to have to outscore everybody. Yeah. Number three, Little Rock Christian. They've got 14 coming back off of last year's team. Super talented year in, year out. Um, they've got a very capable quarterback this year. Uh, he's a sophomore. Kid's already getting looks by big-time D1 programs. He's huge, 6'4", yeah. 215, good-looking kid. But he's a, he's a sophomore, and he's never taken a snap on a Friday night. Not saying that he can't get it done, but um, that's the one hurdle that they will have to overcome. Number four, I've got win, tradition, and flex bone. Um, they do have a new quarterback, so we just talked about that facilitator. Yeah. So we'll have to see how he, he adapts. They're uh, probably not going to throw it around a lot. No, they're not. Number five, uh, maybe a little biased here, but I do have the Greenbrier Panthers. I'm, I'm with Junk. What we saw the other night, we expected to see in a way, but to come out in that in that scrimmage that early in the season and look as sharp uh, and, and in sync as they did, it, it was just impressive, and it, it, it makes us excited for what, what's to come this season. We've got 15 returning starters. Uh, all our skill positions are back. Our defense will be much improved, so I look for Greenbrier to maybe take over that spot in the West as number one. Probably the best skill group in the conference. <laughs> Some may dispute that, but I agree. Uh, number six, I've got Harrison. Uh, that'll be a battle. Uh, I think you know Greenbrier had a shot to beat them last year and uh, just didn't get it done. <laughs> we had them beat, man. <laughs> so uh, they're only returning four starters on offense, but they're returning eight on defense. So look for them to hang their hat on their defense this year. But Harrison – Coach Wells does a tremendous job with that program, and and their junior high teams have gone undefeated for the last several years, so they're good. I mean, they've got good talent coming up. They'll just have to have some kids step up this year. Number seven, I've got Lakeside as well. Um, I've got returning 13 starters. Same thing here uh, as Little Rock Christian. They've got a very capable quarterback. Sure. I've I've known the kid for a long time. Uh, Big lefty, 6'4", throws it, got a great arm, but he's never taken a snap on a Friday night, and that's a big deal. So we'll have to we'll have to see how he adapts. 
Number eight, I got Valonia Eagles. They've got a D1 quarterback in Austin Myers that can sling it around. Good kid. Good kid, good family. Loaded senior class. We've battled these suckers oh, yeah. since third grade. So uh it's gonna be a fun one again. It'll be fun. I think I think I heard they've got thirty six seniors. Golly. So senior heavy class. And number nine, I got Maumel loaded with talent. Uh they've got two power five yeah. linemen. And um the thing with Maumel is just can they get it done? Right. And they always shoot themselves in the foot, it seems like. So we'll see how that goes. And then number ten, I got Camden Fairview. Oh, Camden. So, you want me to take 6A? Yeah, go ahead. Take 6A. So, 6A. No, I do have a little change at the Yeah, we're going to disagree on this. (laughs) So, typically, um, for the last, what, 65 years, (laughs) Greenwood has been at the top. I've got Lake Hamilton this year. And reason being, Greenwood, um, even though the tradition and the program and and they, they win every year, they have lost a lot, only returning seven starters this year. So they're going to have to have a lot of kids step up. Lake Hamilton ret- returns 13 starters, a senior quarterback, and two all-state running backs on that offense. Also a Dean one lineman and Chase Jessup. I, I just think Lake Hamilton's going to clip them this year. They could. Yeah. Let me tell you, watching that game last year in the finals, you know, me and Clint went up there and watched mm-hmm. it. And, uh, boy, Lake Hamilton to come out and just punched him in the mouth. And and Greenwood kind of had one of those situations where if it could go wrong, it did. Right. And they got up on him like 21. I want to say it was like 21 to nothing. It was at least 14. But then Greenwood come showed back. up. Yeah. And it was like, I see why they're the best mistake. <laughs> so I got Lake Hamilton one, Greenwood two, Benton number three. They're, they were loaded at their skill positions. They had a little bit of a question mark at quarterback. But Not no more. They got a – Two time a two year starter be a three year starter now from Monticello that transferred in, which will help that that uh, that question mark tremendously. So look forward to seeing Benton this year, putting all those pieces together and seeing how that works. Uh, number four, I've got Jonesboro. They return all conference quarterback and Riker Acebo. Acebo, <laughs> I love it. And uh, very talented skill positions there. Number five, Little Rock Park View. Speed, speed, and more speed. <laughs> D1 athletes. Yes, they do. They got two D1 caliber running backs. One of them's already committed to the Hogs and James Joyner. Uh, so they'll they'll be hard to beat this year. Number six, El Dorado. You know, typically year in, year, year out, El Dorado's always up there. Yeah. Uh, they've had a little bit of a downturn since Co- Coach Scott Reed left and yeah. went, to, went to Cabot. Cabot. But uh, they're getting it turned around. They got a very talented and athletic quarterback this year. Um, but they only return four on offense, so have to have some kids step up. Number seven, Sylvan Hills. Like Junk said, they're down this year. But to me, it's only Coach Hill's second year there. He lost all 11 starters on offense. And it's just one of those offenses that just takes a little bit of timing and reps to get everything down. So look for them to make a run late in the year, and they'll be a hard out in the playoffs. Number eight, Pine Bluff, experienced offensive line and lots of speed. Number nine, Cersei, return eight starters on O and a very talented quarterback. And then number 10, West Memphis. We're close. We got we got just a couple of differences. Uh, starting out with number one, I do have the Greenwood Bulldogs. Mm. Um, you know, I think that what uh, Coach Young's doing over there is pretty special. I think that with the, the, the program that they're building, the culture that he's put in place – well, not that he put in place, but that he's carried on. They sure. were already winning. That's right. But he's taking it and, and, and just making it better. I got them at number one. Number two, I do have Lake Hamilton. Man, they probably have the best backfield for sure in the state. Uh, Especially. And they can hit you from a lot of different directions. <laughs> uh, number three, I've got Jonesboro. I've got old, old Rocker, Ace Bow, and uh, 
and, and Jonesboro um, as the number three spot, I think that they're going to win that that side over there, the East, mm-hmm. uh, and could make some noise late late in the playoffs. Uh, number four, I do have Benton. I agree with you, uh, knowing that that quarterback moved in. You know, Benton, last year was the first time Benton hadn't played for a state championship in forever. Right. Uh, so, expect them to – I'm not saying they'll be in the – there in the end, but don't be shocked if they are. Sure. Uh, number five, I've got uh, Coach Stephen Jones in the in El Dorado down there. I think that, that this year they're going to uh, really really make a, a run and impress. Number six, I've got Little Rock Park View. I hope at some point in the season we get a chance to watch them play. Yeah. Because they're so athletic. Uh, number seven, maybe a little shock here. I've got Pine Bluff. Not, not a shock to me. Um, I, you know, we. They they were up and down last year, mm-hmm. but they had a lot of young Super kids. Young. Yeah, and they just had a lot of young athletes. That's right. And I, I think that we'll see them kind of find their identity this year. Yeah. Uh, number eight, I've got uh, Cersei. I think that Zach Clark will be a great coach, a great fit over there for that uh, environment. And I think that uh, don't don't be shocked if you don't see that program come back. Uh, you know, he's kind of come in after. This is he's the third coach in three years, That's right. so you know he's got to clean some things up probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, I expect to see them be to, to at least turn and, and head and, in the right direction. And he's got some good pieces to start sure, with. Sure, it's not like he's starting from scratch. Yeah. Uh, number nine, I've got Sylvan Hills. You know, I think they're going to be down at least starting out, mm-hmm. but that's no shocker because they were last year. Yeah, nobody expected them to make the semifinals last year. No, uh, and and basically what we saw last year from them early is the same thing we're seeing this year. They may know the offense better than they knew it last year, but the kids running it are different. That's right. So once they figure out that offense, you know if they, they're going to have to, they're going to have to improve defensively. Yeah, they, and they will. They, they will. Their D, their D coordinator is really good and and has been good. So he'll get he'll get them yeah. lined out. Uh, number ten, I actually have Salem Springs. I think Salem's going to be much improved this year. Uh, don't be shocked to see them uh, maybe upset a team or two. And they lost some close games last year. They did. All right, start us with seven uh, A, my man. <laughs> All right. No shocker here, right? <laughs> uh, Bryant, the Hornets down there in uh, Saline County. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're not picking them. I'm not. All right. Well, I know you. I know you're a Jody Grant friend. <laughs> I am. Hey, I am too, and that's why I've got Bentonville at number two. Uh, I really wish we could have seen that game last year mm-hmm. in the playoffs. You know, he told us he felt like if anybody was going to beat them, they would have had a, a better chance just because of the way they matched up. Sure. Uh, they they were dominant last year in the the regular West. season. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think those two teams will probably be the best two in the state. Uh, but hey, I, I think I think Cabot's going to be real good this year. They are. You know, you got Reed's third year over there. He's he is going to have to replace a quarterback who's at UCA now. That's right. But I think he's got a lot of other pieces that are that are that are coming back and and will help to be successful. Number four, I'm not solid about, but I I, I couldn't not put him at least at this position. That's North Little Rock. You know they they lost a a just a, a dynamic quarterback at Kareem Cotton, mm-hmm. and you know oh uh, coach Jr. Uh, Aldridge uh, moved to uh, Farmington, Farmington mm-hmm. but I really like Randy Sanford. Yeah, he's a good guy. You know, he's a lifelong uh, wildcat. Wildcat, yeah. and I think that uh, the kids are going to want to play for him. Sure, and I think they're going to sell out for him, and the, you know they're going to have talent. Yeah. So I got them at four. Number five, I've got Fayetteville. I think Casey Dick's got a good team. 
I think that uh, he's returning a lot. And, uh, you know, they, they had a disappointing final to their season, losing to Central mm-hmm. in the playoffs. But I heard they had a kid move in also that's uh, special. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> doesn't, hurt, doesn't ever hurt. No. I think he's a Razorback commit. Yes. Moved Line, from Ohio. Linebacker. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, number six, I got I got the Wampus Cats from Conway. Uh, they're going to have to figure out if they can play defense or not. If they can, if they can stop somebody, they can win because you know they're going to be, uh, you know, electric on offense. Right. Manny Smith's just next level. Sure. Uh, I don't know the quarterback situation. You probably know it better than I do, but I do know that Ben Weiss was a great quarterback and they're losing him. Uh, number seven is Bentonville West. Um you know, they've, they've kind of been the shadow of Bentonville uh, with good reason, Bentonville being so dominant, but uh, they've got a good squad. I think they're going to be much more competitive this year. Uh, number eight, Harbor. I'm not sold on Harbor, but I do think they've got a good squad. Number nine, Northside. Northside's one of those teams, they just got put in their own conference. <laughs> I mean, That's you know, right. they could finish fourth or fifth and, and, and have a pretty good playoff run. Uh, number 10, uh, I've got Catholic. I think that, uh, you know, they just kind of always have a good team. Yeah. But they, they just can't quite get to – like, again, conference. That's right. You know, but uh, I, I expect Catholic to be competitive. I'm with you. And so, a little bit – I mean, I think we've got all the same teams. Order's a little bit different. And I do have Bentonville uh, at my top spot this year simply for the fact that – and we've heard this all off season. If, if you're going to get Bryant, you better get them this year because – this sophomore class that they've got at Bryant is supposedly one of the deepest and most yeah. talented they've ever had. And so, although they're still Bryant and they're three-time defending state champions, I think they're going to be down a little bit. They're still going to be one of the best teams in the state. And there's probably a good reason why that sophomore class is so good. That's right. That's right. So, I've got Bentonville at the top. Uh, got two very talented wide receivers in Nimrod and Smith. Super talented sophomore class as well. And then I've got Brian at number two. They lost 15 starters, but they have won three straight titles. Uh, Fayetteville at number three. And so this one was a little bit tough for me. Um, we're going to find out really quick. I've got Fayetteville three and Conway four. They play Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah. So we'll find out there a little bit about both those teams. Number five, I've got Cabot. I think Cabot, like you said, third year under Scott Reed, they're always going to put up points. Cabot defensively a lot like Conway. They got to find an identity on defense. Sure. They've got a, a lot like the Big Twelve. They can put up points, yeah. but do they play defense? Well, and that's why when you see those two teams play each other, it's like a track man scoring contest. You know, Conway. I think um, they're returning twelve. The thing about they do have an unproven quarterback since they lost Ben Weiss, but you know, coming into the season last year, nobody expected Ben Weiss to have the kind Dude. of season he had. So, um, you know, with with the offensive coordinator over there um, and the system they're running now, they'll find a way to put up points and bring that quarterback sure. along. So, number six, I've got North Little Rock. Uh, they're only returning eight starters, um, but they feel good about their line on both sides of the ball, and that's where it starts. And so look for them to compete, as they always do. Number seven, I've got Bentonville West as well. Uh, they're going to need to get some good, solid quarterback play. They've got some good skill positions. They've got a kid that unfortunately moved from Greenbrier that is an oh, absolute man. stud. On the, he's a linebacker, ran a four three at the Razorback he, camp. What, what is he a senior this year? He's a junior. He's a junior. Yeah. Ran a four three as a linebacker. Yes, kid's a he's a stud. He's a playmaker. I bet we could find somewhere to put him. <laughs> I'm gonna say you're right. And then number eight, I've got Northside returning 14, strong running game. Number nine, I got Catholic. And then number 10, Springdale Harbor. 
I like it, man. I like it. So there's that wraps up our top tens going into week zero. Uh, so we'll see here in about 10, 12 weeks uh, what it looks like. Uh, how right or how wrong. How right or wrong we were. <laughs> That's right. Expect to see that list change a lot over that time. So tell us about what we're fixing to do here. We're fixing to pick them. <laughs> so uh, you know what? Should I play my jingle now or wait till I win? I'm going to say you might as well play it now because you may not ever get to play it. Do you think I can find it? (laughs) It's been so long since I've heard it. We're going to try it, all right? All right. Oh, I got to turn the sound up so you can hear it. After y'all see my pick from last week, we're going to talk about a little bit. You're going to call me Crystal Ball. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, You know, I'm just a... It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, just to be fair, and you might hear this if he has a good week occasionally, you might hear this one for Maddie Stats. Well, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, when you got Ric Flair, how can you lose? That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, we've picked out 25 of the um, premier games, I guess you would say, for week zero. We just kind of went down the list. There's there's so many. Typically, what we'll do is we'll do a, a two-way spot or a classification spotlight yeah. game of the week. But there's so many inner classification <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, there's not a classification game, yeah. Arlie. So we just picked a twenty-five of the best. Let me just say, I'm shocked at how different our picks were. It's it was really uh, surprising to see. I mean, I've lost a lot of confidence in me or you won. <laughs> we'll find out Friday. <laughs> All right, so I'll start. Uh, got Rising going to Fordyce uh, week zero here. I've got Fordyce by ten. I got Fordyce by eighteen. Okay, Junction City at Har- Camden Harmony Grove. I've I got, got I've got Camden Harmony Grove by what? three. What? I do. All right. I got Junction by 10. You're high on them dragons, aren't you? Dude, let me tell you. that when have they In your lifetime, when have they not been a top 10 team? I can't think of one. <laughs> All right. The old Mineral Springs oh, yeah. Hornets. I put this on there for Mr. Junk. Yeah. You know, I got a new coach this year. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mineral Springs is going to England. And so, as bad as it pains me to say, I took the lines by six. Hey, I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did because when the Hornets win by eight, oh, I like it's it. just going to be one more point for Team Junk. I love the pick. So Bearden is going to Bigelow, going to the Panther country. I got Bigelow by 24 in this one. Me too. Nice. 24 on the dot. All right. Prescott, the Curly Wolves, going to Newport. What a game. Right oh, out, yeah. Right out the gate. I've got Prescott. I've got the visiting team in this one by seven. I got them by 16. Okay. Elkins at Lincoln. This will be a good ball game. Think so? I do. I think it'll be a good ball game. I went with the home team. I'm going Lincoln by six. Boy, you may know something I don't. I really I, don't. I picked Elkins by 34. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> One of us did is you, bad Did you buy any chance look and see how it came out last year? No, I didn't. Yeah. So, I didn't do as much homework. <laughs> I'm going by intuition, but <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, Clinton, the Yellow Jackets going to Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne's got a new coach this year, and I think the Yellow Jackets are much improved, so I'm going Clinton by 10. 
you know, I, I almost put Melbourne in that 10th spot in the conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the state, uh, I actually picked Melbourne by 12, but let me say, I think that Clinton's going to be, have a good football team this yep, year. I agree. Hoxie going to cave city. I've got, might get a few watermelons while they're in cave city. Hey, that would be a good thing to get. I got Hoxie by 14. I got Hoxie by 30. Okay. Osceola and cross it. Boy, this was a tough, tough one for tough. me. Uh, I went with the home team and classification. They're going up in classification here, so I got cross it by seven. You know, that was the only reason I picked them because I don't know that you could shake a stick and, and, and pick one no. over the other, but I did pick cross it by seven. Okay. Cam- and they're home. That's right. Camden Fairview going to Arkadelphia, going to Badger Country. This ought to be another really good ball game. Uh, I've got Arkadelphia by seven. I picked Arkadelphia by three. You know, Arkadelphia beat them last year, yeah. uh, I believe, at Camden. And uh, they're playing up in that game. Yeah, they're and, playing the five A. And it's, uh, I think, didn't they beat them by one? It was a really close. It was ball. close. Yeah. It was close. Yeah. Shallow Christian going up in classification in this one to I think old conference foe P Ridge. I bet they are. So I've got I got shallow by twenty seven. I got shallow by whatever they want to. <laughs> I picked forty, but I mean literally. Yeah. It'll be whatever they decide to. Ozark, the hillbillies going up in classification, playing Clarksville, the Panthers. I. I went with Clarksville in this one. I think Clarksville's going to surprise some people this year. They've got they run that crazy double wing spin around funky offense, and it's just hard to defend. Their quarterback's back. He's a coach's kid. I think Clarksville's going to surprise some people this year. I I think that Clarksville's going to be much improved. Uh, they weren't bad last year, no. But I think that Ozark as well is going to be better than they were last year. Sure. I, I'm going Ozark by twelve. All right. All right, so I think we've picked 12 games and we've picked about half of them different. Yeah. This ought to be interesting. Somebody's going to be way down after week one. Yeah, and let me tell you, this next one, you talk about a complete coin flip. I had no clue. Hot Springs going to Fountain Lake, which I believe Fountain Lake lost quite a bit. Fountain Lake was pretty good last year. Hot Springs will be better. They've got a pretty good quarterback down there this year. I'm going Hot Springs in this one by 14. I got Hot Springs by seven. Okay. PA going to – UJTR. <laughs> Who are you going with here? <laughs> I love it. That's, that's their new name. UJTR. I'm going with Pulaski Academy by 18, but I might have oversold on that one. Okay. I'm going PA as well, but I'm going with I'm going by 10. Okay. Maumel going to Sylvan Hills. I've got Maumel by 10. I got Maumel by 14. Harrison at Magno. Excuse me. Harrison versus Magnolia at Harding University. I'm going Magnolia by seven. I'm going Magnolia by 12. You know, that's a shocker for a lot of people. I, I don't think Magnolia has the respect that they probably deserve. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we got to see it firsthand. Maybe we're giving them too much respect. But I'm we telling might you, be. they're very talented. You know, Chris Keelan, uh, Cole's dad, mm-hmm. who was the defense coordinator at uh, Harrison, mm-hmm. he's coaching at Riverview this year. That's correct. He's going to be right over there and right next to Harding. <laughs> Get to watch his old boy. That's boyfriend. right. Hot Springs Lakeside going to Crosstown rival Lake Hamilton going up in classification. This ought to be a very good ball game. I think in the end, Lake Hamilton just has too much much strength and too much firepower. I got Lake Hamilton by 14. I do too. I think the uh, playing up, and it's a big play up, you know, against the Lake Hamilton team. I do think that that, uh, 
old McBride's bunch will keep it close, but I've got Lake Hamilton by 10. Yeah. Morton going to Russellville. Russellville. This is a uh, rivalry game as well. I think Russ. I think Morton's going to be a little bit down this year. Um, Coach McNabb will have them. He'll have them schemed up, yeah. and they'll compete. But I just don't think the caliber athlete is what they're used to at Morton. I got Russellville by seven. Well, I, I just as much as I agree with you on that, I think Russellville's bad down. They are. I picked Morton by eighteen. Okay. All right, next game we got the old Salt Bowl. Yes. Benton versus Bryan at War Memorial Stadium at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. So if you don't have anything going Saturday, this will be a good game to go watch. I think it's going to be a lot closer contested than sure. it usually is. Uh, I do think Bryant c- continues the streak there in the Salt Bowl. I think I've got Bryant by 17. I do too. I picked him by 17. I think the, I agree 100% with what you said. I think it's going to be a better game just because I think Benton's going to be really good. Yeah. But Bryant is still going to be great. Yeah, I agree. And then the next game we've got Little Rock Catholic at Jonesboro going up to the Hurricane Country. I've got Jonesboro by three in this one. I got Jonesboro by eight. Okay. Cabot at Searcy. I've got Cabot by six. Got Cabot by 12. Fort Smith Northside going to Fort Smith Southside. Crosstown rivalries. I've got Northside by 10. I got them by 18. I think Southside's been a little down. Yeah. And Northside, I think they've just continuously improved. I agree. Conway at Fayetteville. What a ball game this one will be. Um, you know, Fayetteville's got one of the best receivers in the country. Unfortunately, he's going to Oregon instead of Arkansas. Uh, and then they've got that kid that moved in that's committed to the Hogs at a linebacker. Um, I've got Conway in this one by six. It, it should be a great ball game. I, it, it's a coin flip, really. It is. It is. You you went with your heart. I did. Your Central Arkansas. That's right. Faulkner County. <laughs> I went with Fayetteville by four. Okay. West Memphis going to Little Rock Southwest. And all the data and analytics you want to look at wants to say that Southwest should win this ball – or West Memphis should win this ball sure. game. Sure. I'm going with Southwest by one, and for the simple fact that when Coach Patton tells me he's got one of the best athletes he's ever ever, ever coached, that spoke to me, and that says a lot. <laughs> it spoke and, to me. and so I'm going with Southwest by one in this one. It shook you. It did. <laughs> to the core. I, You know, hey, I picked him. Did you? Yeah, man. I mean, here's the deal, and it might be a rough start because we've seen it with Silver. Sure. If they can get that offense in there, and he does have those athletes, they're not going to be last in that conference. And don't be shocked if they don't edge up pushing close to that top ten. That's a big statement, Chuck. It is. I picked them by three. I like it. And then our final game of week zero, we've got Liberty North of Missouri. I think they finished second uh, in the largest classification last year in Missouri. Coming to Bentonville, um, I've got Bentonville in this one by 14. Let me tell you, I hate these out-of-state games for one – just picking them because they could be the Patriots. <laughs> sure. Or they could be a peewee team. That's you just don't have any idea. I, I picked Bentonville by 10. But uh, good luck to them because I don't have any idea who they're playing. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else? That's it, man. Man, what next week we got – next week will be – ga- one. Will be game week for the Razorbacks as well, right? Woo. Ooh, it's here, buddy. Get excited. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks so much for tuning in. We're super excited about this season. Super excited about Arkansas high school football. And uh, we'll see how these picks turn out. Woo pig, baby. Check you next week. Later.
You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats. Between the Mats.